0: I'm about, a know, I'm, about a I'm about a dollar. I'm
1: about a dollar
0: Fam, this is the What's Next Podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys yeah. and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next?
1: Monstic the first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time.
0: Episode 115, Memorial Day weekend. My yes, boy sir.
1: Er, let's walk with us. You feel like yeah. Yes. Houston, Texas.
0: Houston, Texas. Welcome back to episode 115 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Last day in May. Before we move into June, I couldn't go any further in this podcast without talking to my man, E.R. again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How you doing, man?
2: Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. Listen, man, Um, it's good to have you back on the podcast it's good to see you
2: good to be back man it's,
0: it's, it's good to um hear your music again yeah right yeah um before we get started with the episode let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get sure. to that point
2: okay yeah um you can follow me everywhere at echo remix That's uh instagram facebook youtube and visit echo remix.com also follow me on spotify
1: Echo Remix, E-C-H-O-L-R-E-M-I-X.
0: And my name is
1: John Ross Dyke the First, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes, sir. And
0: you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and Still underscore Visionary. Also the What's Next Pod on IG, if you would. Connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Directly in front of you, I have all the merch that I sell on my podcast, out the trunk of my car and on um, my website and you can shop stillvisionary.com slash merch. Yep. Listen, man, um, this is where we are today. Uh, You know, we're here to talk about a very special track that I've been listening to nonstop since it's dropped right mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let us go right into it. listen man and I don't want to talk we're gonna play this all episode long
3: I can dig that <laughs> I'm right with that well all right
0: listen man uh welcome back
3: I'm glad to be back man yeah welcome back in the place to be no doubt
0: here yeah. we go Houston Texas rock with us
3: I learned a lot from you baby I just want you to know. Mm. I learned to put myself first. That's the way it has gotta go. My life, my turn. Mm. Never sacrifice. Yo, come on, man. My peace. What you doing here? My work. Never count my eyes. Never. Could I, I imagine. imagine? Them backgrounds come here so smooth I would lose myself in the heat of passion. Yeah. All right. Cause I made a promise this day forward to love me first, huh. And I can't lose myself Ain't yeah. nobody else. It's over now. It's all said and
0: done. Man. Oh man, Houston, Texas. That's um the new single from my man Echo Remix, entitled "Not Like This." Yes. Um, how you feel, man?
2: Man, I feel good, man. Overall, I feel good. You know, I've been dealing with things that creatives deal with. Right. You know, but overall, I feel good.
0: You know, um, would it be in May 31st? This is the last day of Mental Health mm. Awareness Month, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I heard some things in this record that I knew. Um, so, so KB would join us in a few. Yes. But KB said that your music was heavily influenced on wanting to find love, right? Mm-hmm. And... um it hit me yesterday, and we'll bring this up again when we really get into the track. Mm-hmm. Um, that you might be talking about something else in this record,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and and we'll, and it's a high tech I have, and y- you can kind of correct me and guide me if I'm if I'm on the right track or not. But yeah. I said to myself, what if Er is talking about something else in this record? Mm-hmm. And and so, um, if you could describe yourself in one word at this point, the new single out, what would it be?
2: With how I feel right now. Right. Um, I still feel resilient. Right. Amongst everything else that's been going on, because it's interesting that you, I forgot that this month was Mental Health Awareness Month, so it's interesting that you said that, you know, because when I talk about dealing with things that artists deal with, Mm. that's been one of the things that's been heavy on Mm. me this month. Right. You know, but through it all, I've still been, delivering and still being given myself through my gift and my music.
4: Right.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to remain fresh on this episode, but I can't lie and say that I didn't go back and listen to um, episode 83, love and inspiration that we did together last year. Mm -hmm. Um, And I cut it off because again, I want to go into every conversation that I have with you and every creative that comes on this podcast with a fresh, pardon me, with a fresh mind state. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, What, what do you think people should take? Um, with not like this um, with your with your going away for a while to kind of get yourself together after your after your drop Mm -hmm. all the way up until December of 2020. What do you think people should take right now?
2: From this track, it's about it's honestly about setting healthy boundaries. And Mm -hmm. I think that it was perfect for this track. And I, I really didn't get the correlation. But that's just the beauty of God and the way that we are within this universe and how things work together this track is about set, setting healthy boundaries.
4: Right.
2: You know, and you were right when you said that this track was a little bit different about mm-hmm. wanting to be loved. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little less, you know, surface as far as talking about love and it's it's more in depth with how I feel. Right. So this track is, is about setting healthy boundaries and that you have a voice and you have a say-so in a relationship because I realized that that was one of the things that I had a difficult time dealing with you know i've from past childhood trauma it makes you susceptible to not being able to set healthy boundaries with people and so after being in a series of failed relationships it made me want to go within myself to find out what the problem was and not like this is basically me finding what the problem was
0: um i want to say that i'm proud of you right like i said in episode 83 it's one thing to be talking to creatives, mm-hmm. but it's another thing to talk to a creative that you feel emulate you look like in a different lane. Yeah. Right. And um, I remember talking to you um, at KB's party in December of 2020. Mm-hmm. And you had said, you know what? I'm, I'm taking some time off. I'm taking some time to myself to kind of like rebrand to kind of like yeah. refocus and do all of that. And it didn't occur to me until March, April, um, some parts of May 2021 where for myself I found myself kind of obligated to other things Mm -hmm. that can kind of, it didn't allow me to at the very last minute drop an episode because I I looked at quality Mm -hmm. of a quantity, I looked Mm -hmm. at the aspect of listen I'm not prepared and I don't want to ever seem like you know what you're getting on this podcast and it sounds like you're just making it up. Right. right, And so you know again like I said in 83, when I sit next to you, when I listen to your music, I connect with it on a few on a few things. Mm-hmm. Number one, people don't understand how hard it is. Yes, as a creative to yes. do what we see people making millions do.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Number two, um, the fact that it's somebody that you love and support. Yeah, right, and that other people love and support too makes it even more special. Mm-hmm. You feel a connection to it. And so when when I first heard it, you know, like I said, and we'll get into it because I want to talk about like the making of it for sure. I said to myself, OK, I can't wait. It dropped. Listen to it the first time. Like I always do. Listen to it again. I'm listening to it back to back. I got it on repeat. Yeah. And then yesterday when I'm, you know, I'm getting ready to, to go somewhere. I listened to it. and I said, wait a minute. Oh, this podcast is going to be special because because mm-hmm. he's talking to me. And it's a high take that I give you later on. To me, it seems like you're talking about something a lot more deeper.
2: For sure. One thousand percent. Right. This is way deeper for sure. Right. Yeah.
0: And so, um, so let's talk about it. Um, uh, Let's, let's, let's go back a couple of steps. Uh, last year you had recorded, you said you were recorded Um, records mm-hmm. to stretch you out for like the whole year or so. Yeah. And then you, um you said in the episode that you were going to do a Christmas album,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but that Christmas album never came. Yeah.
2: It's come initiative for okay, sure. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, what happened? What happened in between now and then? After you've done like the after you've done the records to kind of like mm-hmm. stop, for you to you know have enough to, so you could sit and market the way you because you were doing heavy marketing. Yeah, for sure. What happened between then and now?
2: Between then and now, I really wanted to take more time to do things the way I wanted to do them. One hundred percent, though, you know, because you can. I had a producer, well, I have, Vani, you -hmm. know, who who I mentioned in our last episode. We've been working together for years, but it's different when you have the capabilities of your own to really be more intimate. Right. You know, so I took time, number one, for myself, Mm -hmm. to take all of the data and insights that I gained from releasing a song every single week, because that's an immense amount of data, Mm -hmm. to take that and focus that into what I Really want to do the way that I want to do it, right? You know, so I really took a lot of time to watch how the quote major artists were doing their releases and their rollouts as well. You know, from R and B to hip hop, from Kim to Meg The Stallion and Takashi Six Nine, even
4: mm-hmm. with
2: how they roll things out.
4: Mm-hmm. And
2: so I was like, when you see my rollout and when you see the product that I give you, I literally don't want it to be a difference between what the majors are doing, and what I'm doing. Right. So I took that time off to get myself together, so to speak, but also to really just, like I was telling you, rebranding. I was for real about that. Right. Because if you look at this release
4: mm-hmm.
2: from the cover art mm-hmm. to what I've used to market this material, down to even the way it sounds, like the mix and the master on it, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do things a certain way. So I took the time necessary to save the money, mm-hmm. number one, And to get my mind right, Mm -hmm. to apply everything that I learned into this release. Right. So that's what kind of makes it special in that aspect as well. And that's what I've been
0: doing. Right. So so what did you find when you when you when you compiled all the the data and, um, you know, what what did you what did you find?
2: I found that well, I found where people were listening to me, number one, the sound that people were kind of gravitating to more so. Out of all of those, because a lot of the songs that I released last year had a different sound to it. And some mm-hmm. of it was just to see what people liked. Mm-hmm. I found that, as well as looking at some of the majors with how they started their promotion from the videos to press releases. Like, I sent you a press release for right, the first time. Right, right. Because right. I really wanted to do like a media run. Right. And this is like the first stop right, in that. Right. So, it's, and I'm going to be
0: honest, man. um <laughs> I'm kind of you know I'm new to it on that on that level yeah. not podcasting but receiving a press pack yeah right and so yeah. I'm just like uh, I don't know what to, like I even had to text you and I said and you said you know I sent it all and I was like
2: oh you did yeah because it's a kit it's a press kit it's yeah. everything the press release is talking about the song itself right that I paid a professional to do right. Uh, as well as the cover art and the music everything pertaining to that song so these are some of the things that i took time to really realize as well as kind of get my money right too i had to get my money yeah it's It's expensive expensive. especially with how i want it because it was some of the releases that i had last year they could have quote unquote been bigger had i had a budget for promotion the way i wanted to
4: right
2: but where you where you can't Put money behind something, you really have to use your creative engine behind. Mm. So, last year I may have been a little bit more creative with how I marketed it, but it just didn't have the money behind it. Right. But this time around I do. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, down to my studio as well, man. I got my own home studio, bro. Like, that's such a beautiful thing to be able to go in whenever you want to and just get out all of your ideas so the recording process for me is nothing beautiful at all right to to me because it's so much that go it's so many emotions that goes into recording right you know from feeling confident going into it to starting it out and you're like ah nobody's gonna like this and it's so much doubt and then i'm gonna keep doing it keep doing it keep doing it and then in, in the end these are some of the things that you get right you know and it's a lot of self-searching and a lot of oh do i really want to say that but yeah so from then to now it's just been a real rebranding and a rediscovering of myself and who i was now and in this space right yeah, yeah. so
0: I, I guess i guess the next uh question i want to ask is who did you find out that you were in in the rebrand
2: mm. i'm still finding that out right I'm still finding that out. But I know that, you know, I I even thought about changing my name too Mm. from Echo Remix, but I'm like, nah, that's just who I am. And Remix is is indicative of who I am and what I've been doing all of these years because Mm -hmm. Remix stands for evolution. Just like you take a track and you remix it and you're always trying to get to that final perfected version. And I, I think... That's gonna be me until the day I die. I right. won't be perfected until I die. Right. So, you know, I, I went through a lot of emotions, but I'm still finding I'm still finding that. Right. You know, but um I, I feel more confident in my sound now because it's really what I wanna do. Right. So I think that's the one thing, you know, I had to kind of get out of my way to do things my way. Right. So to speak. Yeah. Listen
0: when i tell you that i play this record at least 10 times Mm -hmm. i said that um i'm not really i've never really been a great person that picked up lyrics right away yeah even in my acting career i don't pick Mm -hmm. up verses like that uh, lines like that but this record right here yeah man Walk with us, y'all.
3: I learned a lot
0: from you, baby. And I just gotta play it again because I, I wanna talk about the creation of it. That bass guitar, man, reminds me of change. Never
3: sacrifice <laughs> my, PMA, <laughs> my, never my eye never Apologize so many times just for being who I am. I dim my life so you could shine. Yeah. Ooh, but I learned to live again. These three words Gotta mean something, baby. Huh? Not like this. Gotta love me for my way. Mm. Won't take no shit. Damn sure. Won't take no less. Come on. If you want my love, what, what you, you cool? give is what you get. Mm. Now it's <laughs> all Come on, dog. Said and done. Come on, man. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: Habaka. 2, 2, and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, Your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next continue to drop
1: every Tuesday,
0: every Tuesday,
1: every Tuesday,
0: every Tuesday, every Tuesday.
4: <laughs> Listen, man, um,
0: this platform that I created um, was made for episodes like this. Yeah, man. Where well, we can come um, as creatives and talk about the intricacies of mm-hmm. that process. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, in trying to navigate the podcast so that people know exactly where they can go and get the meat and potatoes from, I have a segment called Creativity Comes From Experiences.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's
0: and good. there was an experience that made this podcast, but I want to hear the experience. That made not like this. Mm-hmm. How you wrote it, mm-hmm. the influences, and then this is where I'm going to give you my hot take about the record. To me,
2: okay.
0: Um, me and KB talked yesterday, mm-hmm. and this is what really kind of spiraled my thought process behind what I really believe you're talking about in this record. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, man. Creativity comes from experiences.
2: Well, I probably say. Maybe starting in 2013 okay, with my first real serious relationship. Okay. Um, How I was treated, the things that happened, the things that I allowed to happen, um, as well as once it ended in 2016, the pattern and the series that I went through with women. Right. After that. Right. I gave way... Well, before I even say that, all of the relationships ended the same way. Started the same, had the same meat and potatoes, and they all ended the same. So after a while, I realized that it was a pattern. You know, it's kind of like if the same thing keeps happening to you from people, then it's not them, it's you. Right. So instead of me placing the blame on everybody... And all of these women, oh, they hurt me, oh, they broke my heart, oh, they did this to me, woe is me. I had a little bit of that, but it really made me want to search internally more than anything.
4: Right.
2: So in 2019, after the last situation that I was in, I was like, I don't want to give myself to anyone at all, emotionally, mentally, financially, physically even. Because I have to figure out what it is Within me that keeps allowing me To get in the same situation with women Over and over There's a pattern here So I have to look within myself to figure the pattern out So I was inadvertently celibate for a year and a half A year and a half man It wasn't intended to be that long But It ended up being that long Because I had to soul search And I figured that I I ended up Understanding that I gave way too much of myself in relationships. And that allowed me to be taken advantage of. I gave entirely too much of myself. And that had me researching childhood trauma within myself with the Mm -hmm. way I grew up. You know, my father was in my life for a few years, but it was traumatic. You know, there was a lot of childhood abuse there. And that makes people susceptible to being passive, passive aggressive or having poor boundaries. And I realized that I was all of that.
4: Right.
2: You know? Right. And so within that year and a half period, I was like or or, or that's basically the inspiration behind this song. So right. this song was was about me finally being able to set boundaries and be loved the way I'd like to be loved going forward.
0: Right. Um so I heard that in the record. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to it, it was parts where you said, um, um, let me look at the lyrics, man, because I want to make sure I get, hold on, let me look at the lyrics. Yeah. You said, and I wrote, so you see this go round with dissecting this record, I actually went on my phone and I started making a list of what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is something that I, I, I named it Not Like This, okay? I said, the making of Not Like This, lyrical breakdown Mm -hmm. even thought to insert some clips from the previous episode right yeah but what i heard was um what you give is what you get Mm -hmm. you know um and then i started thinking to myself i said what if this is not the i'm talking about a female what if this is talking about the music industry
2: Mm -hmm. oh that's good too that's good too right that's good
0: <laughs> right because okay, now now walk with me okay because in the last episode yeah. you talked about how meeting jazz uh, uh jay prince mm-hmm. you went back to the meeting you bought the book just so that he could give you some advice yeah. and he gave you that advice yeah you talked about how russ had um created singles mm-hmm. and was dropping singles yada, yada yada and you even said that you were dropping singles so that that way you have a whole body of work over a period of time mm-hmm. so when you say things like um this three words it gotta mean something baby um in the first verse remind me of the first verse go ahead fam do something for the first verse
3: i learned a lot from you baby yes and i just want you to know yeah I learned to put myself first. That's the way it's got to go. Right there.
0: Right there. Putting yourself first. Mm -hmm. Right. So many times when we dive into the music business. Come
2: on, man. That's good.
0: You have to change who you are. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily reflect who you are when you change. You have to kind of conform to what's going on. Mm -hmm. So I said, what if ER ain't talking about, what if he ain't talking about um, a woman, which which. At first listen to me of course it was about that i even start to hear things about myself like for me having to you know i mean i love my wife to death but you know she's not a creative so she doesn't understand what we go through yeah man. and having to kind of conform to for the sake of the relationship mm-hmm. compromising mm-hmm. Yeah. i said okay well the record really mm-hmm. resonates with me but then i was thinking what if er is really talking about the music industry mm-hmm. that was my hot take Mm-hmm. that it wasn't necessarily about a woman even though it is mm-hmm. but that that woman was the music industry and how you've had to conform and this go round when you're coming with the break this go round with you coming back in she's got to love you the way you want her to love you
3: yeah
2: and do things my way yeah i mean which is in part true right though as well because that right. is why i took the break that i took to come back and do things the way that i really want to do them right 100 percent and wholeheartedly but this record is for sure about quite a few women, right? right you know, right. because like I say, it was a pattern within me, so I had to figure out what was going on within myself, right? And you know, this song was something that I, when I first wrote it, I was like, mm-hmm, I don't know, I don't know if I want to put this out like that, right? Because I had just got out of a situation with a woman, and it was what most people would probably say was a good situation, but when i took a step away from it i felt like i was being coerced into something right you know like my right. love was being bought or you know this woman may have wanted me for the wrong reasons right but again it's easy for me to continue on in that situation because i have poor boundaries
4: right
0: you know i was thinking you know and listening to the record i was like what woman is gonna <laughs> what woman is gonna say you know what I'm going to love E.R. how he wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I mean, when a woman hears this, they gonna really be like, nah, I'm not rocking with it.
2: But it's real, though. Right. It's real. I mean, it's reality for for both sides, for men and women. I think women, you know, might be a little bit better at saying that right? than we are, because right. we're the ones that seek versus being sought after. Right. You know, so it's really kind of on their terms when you think about just the way that things are. Mm-hmm. you know the courtship process but this is me saying nah if you want me this is what this is this is the line that i draw either you with it or you're not
3: right yeah I learned a lot from you baby and i just want you to know i learned to put
0: myself first that's the way it's got to go learning see sometimes when you talk about compromise in a relationship it can't be you first
3: right
2: you
0: know what i'm saying yeah and so listen when when i was listening to this record i was like oh listen i don't say this word on here but this nigga hit this shit like Mm -hmm. pause this nigga really kind of like murdered this record
4: yeah
1: man you know what i'm saying yeah
0: like i said in episode 83 this ain't me kind of like fugazi this is the real deal like listen when i've listened to this record at least 15 times (laughs)
2: yeah (laughs) i saw the streams coming from houston oh you listen on apple music right yes yeah i saw the streams i can see them you gotta show me how to do that. Oh, you gotta have Apple Music for artists. Got you, got yeah. you, got you. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me get. I'm-, I'm gonna the show you.
0: In a perfect world, we could just be friends. You're talking about at the end of the relationship. Top countries, top cities, and <laughs> that's mm. probably you. Listen, man.
2: In a perfect world, maybe we could. Right. Yeah. Right. But for the sake of this, either you're with it or you're not, and right. that's me. That's a part of that um, finding myself process that I was telling you about a little bit earlier where I really had to take the time off to come back the way I wanted to. But, you know, just experiences like these as well. I really had to, I don't know, search within, man. Mm-hmm. I really had to.
0: Right. So the, so the instrumentation behind it, mm-hmm. it wasn't, um, um, what was it? Start more. What's his first name? Your producer from Cavante. Cavante. It wasn't him that produced his record, was it? No. Okay. What, how was that like? Pardon, not necessarily pardon ways, but just in terms of going in a different direction. Was that something that y'all discussed or?
2: No, not necessarily, man. You know, because there's no deal, there's no paperwork. Right. You know, he's he's there because he loves me and he loves what I do and he believes in what I do as well. You know, but with this one, it was like. I I won't call him a a crutch.
0: Right. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can always go back. Yeah. If you need to like, if if, if you get like to a point where I'm a little over my head, right. I can always go to his studio. He Mm -hmm. can always hold me down. He can always Mm -hmm. mix and master it for Mm -hmm. me. He's got the equipment. So I I get it.
2: Mm -hmm. So this was like, man, let me go back. Let me go back and just do it. Me 100%. Right. You know, I'm not asking for a bunch of opinions within the creative process. I'm going to create it. I'm going to be fine with it. I'm going to make it sound the way that I want it to sound. And then I'm going to put it out for the world to consume. Right. You know, so that was a liberating feeling within the, when, the, when within itself. You know, I enjoy working with Vonnie, but this time I really got to hone in. I don't think I would have been able to get a song like Not Like This with collaborating with another producer. Right. Because you won't have the time to be up at 2 o'clock in the morning just going through the motions within yourself like i told you my creative process is not pretty at all right like there's nothing spectacular about it it's it's filled with so much emotion and and doubting myself and i don't know if this is good enough but hey i'm gonna do it anyway right and it's like it get to a point where it's 2 30 in the morning and i got my shirt off i'm sweating in my own booth my closet booth right trying to get the ideas out. Right. You know, because even if I'm doubting myself, like I'm feeling like it's something within me that's greater. Like this is beyond me. It's beyond how my own insecurities about myself right now. I have to get out. What's, what's supposed to get out. Right. If that makes sense, man, yeah, I know it makes that's dramatic sense. as hell, it but ma- it's the truth.
0: It make it makes absolute sense because, um, you know, you said that the word that defined you was resilience. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, The word that I would say define me is um, passionate, Mm -hmm. right, because um, I like to say, and I said this in an episode before, that you're passionate, but when you meet adversity, you have to find a way to remain passionate. For sure. Right. And so even when in April and March, when I wasn't dropping an episode, that passion kind of like was like, all right, I want to do this podcast, but it's got to look a certain way. When I get back, I just can't keep doing the same thing and expecting the same result. Mm -hmm. It's gotta look a certain way. I want it to look like this. I need it to look like this. I want it to, you know, I want to give somebody else or people the option to be like, okay, I want to watch it. And I don't want to just look at him straight on. I need him to have multiple cameras Mm -hmm. going on. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I need some kind of flavor to it. So, um, but even in that, it was one of those things where it's like, I can't wait to get back, but it's gotta be right
3: when I get back. Mm -hmm.
2: And that's exactly where I was coming from too. Cause I meant to come back in February. I didn't even mean to take five months off. Right. I meant to come back in February, rebrand it. but it was like, "Mm, nah, if I really want to do things the way that I want to do them, it's gotta be a certain way. If I really want to send out press kits to people that I want to do a media run with, it's gotta be a certain type of way. Right. You know? So that's kind of, yeah, I I completely feel you, bro. So, um,
0: now that the record is out, is it something like um, how you did before you, where you wrote, where you uploaded a whole bunch of stuff before, or are you back still in that lane where you've written and written and written, and now you're just waiting to for the time for this record to have its end, mm-hmm. and then you're going to drop again, or you're still going to do the single thing, or this time you're going to come out with a full album up oh, front?
2: This time I'm coming out with a full album. I have to. Right. This is a body of work that I have, and I'm so excited for everybody to hear, because it's so good. It's so I'm finished with it. Maybe eighty percent. At the end of this month, I'm gonna go to Galveston. I'm renting out a beach house to finish my album. Right. But uh, yeah. No, this is this is an album for sure. So this one was probably finished at the end of February, mm-hmm. beginning of March maybe, and uh, I just perfected it all through March, um, and then uploaded it from there. So went to Shreveport to do the photo shoot for it. Because I wanted it to look a certain way. Right. And um, yeah, put it out like that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. made sure that it was all across the board on every streaming platform that you could possibly find. It looks a certain way. Right. Yeah, man.
0: Um, today is, like I said, this is Memorial Day weekend. So today is May the 31st, 2021. And we have 214 days left in the year. Mm-hmm. What do you hope to attain in 214 days?
2: Mm. I want to go to another level. Um, I really want to be in music as a lucrative career full time. Right. But at least another step closer to it. Right. By the end of the year. I want to have my album out and I want to really develop a bigger core base of fans. Right. Because I know I have the potential to do so. Right. But I just can't give up on it. man.
0: That is the thing, man. It's just figuring out how do you get to the point where this is the only thing that you do and you're not you're not you know having to disappear yeah or you're not having to quote unquote fall off or you're not having to have to you know rebrand yourself it's like mm-hmm. okay here's my work and people know exactly what to do with it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying not the 10 to 15 people that are always here right we're talking about we want it to exponentially grow like we want a hundred people right same thing with me i'm like man listen with with the time that you put in this in this record, and when I dropped this episode on Tuesday, I wanted to do 100 in the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? That's that's the, mm-hmm. that's been the thing that kind of was during that break. That two three weeks went by. I'm thinking, how do I go ahead go about putting it out there and saying it's here, and people just taking it and spreading it. Right. That's always been the question.
2: Right. Because it's one thing to have, like you say, your 10, 15, 20 people that's going to support it, but if we're really wanting to make this into something substantial into a real career, not just a hobby. Right. It's gotta have some real traction behind right, it. Right,
4: right. You
2: know, so definitely one thing that I'm doing is putting the resources that I have now, the money behind it, what I have, right, you know, to be able to push it forward like that, man. So yeah.
0: So how do you um know when the run of not like this is up mm-hmm. and you're ready to go to the next single? What does that look like?
2: Um that's a really good question actually for me it's just timelines based on what i want to drop next mm-hmm. so my album i'm projecting that it comes out by the end of august it'll be finished by the end of this month um hopefully by the end of august i can have my project out so i'll run this promotion every single day one post is going to get ran every single day is a promotion until the album gets ready to be dropped. Right. Or until I get ready to start promoting that. Right. You know, so hopefully we can get a, a couple hundred, couple thousands of streams on this song before that time comes.
0: Right. Yeah. Listen, man, um, I just I just love the record. Yeah. It's a it's a certain feel mm-hmm. that you get when you when you see it out, when you hear it out, when it's fine, when you're done critiquing it. Yeah. And you and you put it to the people and you expect a lot more people to receive it but mm-hmm. people come back and they say you know what I love it mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying despite what people feel mm-hmm. but this you know this this make me want to sing I learned a lot from you baby yeah. and I just
3: want you to know yeah I learned to put myself first that's the way it's gotta this go <laughs> my life my life I'm laughing cause KB. never sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> my nigga my words <laughs> Top of my eye never could i imagine, imagine. Mm. Mm. i would lose myself in the heat of passion that's a line right there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <you want. laughs> that's a line right there. <laughs> love me first uh, Woo. i can lose myself mm. in nobody else. In a perfect world, maybe we could just be friends I wanna be in love, but baby, not like this so, This is verse two. Baby, like
2: this. I used to apologize so many times Cause I did Yeah Yeah Yeah
0: <laughs> I did <laughs> I dim my light so you can shine
2: mm-hmm. I don't wanna but overshadow you I don't want to wear this shirt because it might not,
3: you know.
0: When you say these three words, you're talking about not like this. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: That's big. Yeah, man.
0: I want you to love me the way I want you to love me,
2: man. And what's wild about it? I saw a snippet from the Ayanna Van Zant show, right, where she was talking about that same exact thing, where she ended a, a, a however long marriage or relationship. Because she was like, you know what? I don't want to be loved like this. And that's real shit. How often do we say that? Mm. It's me in my life. I can choose not to be loved the way you want to love me. Like that don't do for me. And that's a line from the last woman that I was dealing with. Mm. I realized I had poor boundaries. Mm, You laying on a little too thick for me. And here it is four or five months later. Because I, I couldn't say nah and didn't want to hurt your feelings and now we about to get ready to start a relationship and now it's like mm, nah I can't do it you gotta love me my way right? so this song was came from a lot of self searching and it's so crazy that it came out in May which is Mental Health Awareness Month mm. because yeah. I, I'm not I don't want this song to be attached to it just for the cloud of things but I'm, I was thinking this is like a really good song for something like that it's just all about setting boundaries. Right. But it's groovy as hell. Right. And so it's like once you really listen to it, it's like, okay.
0: And that's the thing, you know, um, when we drop gems, we really just want people to just give it a shot. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> like, just, just, just really just listen to it.
2: Let me give you a feeling. And right. then, like you, right. on your fourth or fifth time listening to it and having that initial feeling, now you can sit back and be like, oh, oh. He might be talking about Mm -hmm. Because I am Right Right
0: Um, Most importantly man um, Because listen This is a journey Yeah So I know with this new album We'll have more sit downs like this Oh
2: man I cannot wait You
0: know what I'm saying
2: When I do the Beach House thing in Galveston Come through Within the creation process No doubt Please
0: No doubt No doubt Okay Um, Most importantly The last question I'll ask is
2: What's next Mmm What's next for Echo Remix? The album is coming next. Right. Right. And hopefully this time next year, when we sit down again, it'll be in a much different capacity. You'll be further along. You'll Mm -hmm. be where you want to be.
4: Right. Or working towards it. Or
2: working towards it, but having some real substantial growth towards it. Not just working towards it. Right. And not just trying towards it. Right. But things paying off. Right. 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 Same thing for me too. So that once we sit down, we we sitting down in in front of a much bigger audience. Right. I want to say that what's next for me is being where I want to, but at least I want to be heading towards that meaningfully. Right. You know.
0: Listen, Houston, Texas. Um, we're gonna end it differently this this time. Uh, this is my man Echo Remix. Yeah, man. Um. Dropped this new record, and I like this, which is the name of this episode. Mm, I like gotta, gotta be. Okay. My name is
1: John Ross Dyke, the first founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast. I love it. every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time.
0: Shout out to my student Dawkins Hazma. Shout out to Houston, Texas. Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, man. Shout out to UAPB. Mm-hmm. My boy Kendall Bavin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Noobs. Yeah, man. <laughs> Noobs. Houston, Texas. I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings.
1: 95 Sachi on my body, Biggie Chicka, Puffy. All that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm no wildin' in my Wallys. No Ballys, no Pilates. More way, get you more way. Nah, that's these boom, my crystal ball. I see crystal, I like crystal y'all with that. I saw the sign like Ace space that Ace is it crackin'. me like Cheers to the money guy, the Willy nigga who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors. Yo, yo, salute my dude see you dawg, no. five bottles, one dick, why I need some rugs? I know I'm out of line, but love is sour time. You know it rose rain, when your cloud is nine. Get off that high ass seat. this a private party. Been on my dick too long, your breath on private party. You gon' be nice and naughty, these walls are priceless already This the upper crust, fuck us up. Over and over and
3: I'm ready <laughs>